Mm. That is the stuff. Motown. That's delicious. Gotta love XM Radio. Sometimes they just they pull deep tracks for you. They do. They do. This is the dramatics. I've never. I've heard this song though. Oh, many times. I think it's been in a million movies at this point. It really has. Real loving. episode are we on here shit what is this 44 43 really 43 i call this my birthday episode it's your birthday it is it is how old are you again 41 we said on the quadente uno is that how you say that we were saying a couple of episodes ago that if your birthday followed the episodes of the podcast, then um, you're going to grow old very fast. But, <laughs> so here we are. It is actually your, ver- your birthday in it is. 41. It is. Right. Never been kissed. <sighs> if only that was true. At Jello Podcast on the Twitter. JelloPodcast.com. It's still there. It is. We're not going to talk about some retooling that's happening, but some retooling is happening. No. It's, it's, it's a little bit of a thorn, just a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> uh, frequent contributor, Robert Bob. Brown. Damn right. I'm Brian Upshaw. We've got great stuff tonight. We're, we're not going to tease what it is. Nope. Nope. We're just going to go into it. <laughs> we have some good stuff. Happy birthday to you. Thank you. Thank you very much. I'm very uh, surprised. Are you seated comfortably? With a drink of my hand, you know Excellent. it. Excellent, okay. <laughs> uh, so, all right. All right, let's get to it. <sighs> I just cracked my knuckles. Um, we, we, we like to do lists here on the, uh, on the Jello podcast. And, and, and frankly, I like to hear lists of shit. It's, and I'm, and I'm, not, I'm not talking about top 25 football teams or any BS like that. We're talking about... We're going to do some stats tonight. I will tease that. <laughs> it, it's starting to become my favorite part of the show. It really is. Um, I heard a, a thing on the radio the other day, and I know some of these numbers are always swag. Let me turn this down just a, just a fucking cut here. Uh, th- there's a company that's building a, a yacht, a super yacht, mm-hmm. and, it, and it's going to be the big, biggest yacht on the planet. It's 650... Let me look here. 656 feet long, which is 50 feet longer than the largest exist, existing one. Hold on just a moment. Um, uh, 
they haven't built it yet. They're looking for a, a broker is just basically selling it, saying, "Look, we'll we'll build it for you. Okay. Cut us a little deposit check, and we'll start building it. Two helipads, a <laughs> hundred rooms, uh, eighty bathrooms, like a uh, hundred seat. Um, what do you call it? Uh, like theater, movie theater. Okay, I'm sure there's a gym in there. Somebody's gonna buy this thing." See, th- this is why I would make the worst millionaire on the, or billionaire on the planet. Why? I don't have that many friends. That's what, it, uh, that's what the guys that were reporting this were saying. Like, I don't have that many friends. Oh, and by the way, 120 uh, person staff on the boat. Those would end up being your friends. You'd be like, all right, yeah, stop th- working. Th- th- yeah, just here, take a room. Just, you know, let's, you know, let's party. Just, let's you let's know. watch uh, Big Trouble in Little China in, <laughs> Damn the, right. uh, in the middle of the... Um, care to guess um, how much... What they're selling oh, it for? God, I wouldn't even know what to. Okay, let's. Six hundred fifty-six feet, mm-hmm. twenty rooms. That's that is more than mansion size. I know, like money today. I feel like it's just when you get to that level, it's like just make up a goddamn number. You know, I well, mean, it's nothing. It's not going to be surprising at all. I heard. I cannot remember who said it, but just the other day, I heard uh, some the other day where somebody said. Back in the eighties, it was um, uh, like lifestyles in the rich and famous. It was sure. um, it was millionaires. Yeah. Now at this point, millionaires poor. Yeah, you make your first million and and you're comfortable. Yeah, but but that billionaires is where it is. The what three commas? The three commas. Go fuck up some commas for ah. Yeah. Um, I'm going to. Oh God, I don't wouldn't even Just know. Shoot it put. fucking high. I guarantee you'll get pretty close. Uh, I'm going to go with a $200 million. $775 million. Isn't that crazy? It's not built yet. Do you think it's I hope it has a built? heated steering wheel at least. <laughs> Good Lord. The, are there cup holders? Because I don't want it if there's not cup holders. Well, it's, it's useless European, if there's not cup holders. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah, if it's European, there are no cup holders. Well, Robert <laughs> Brown, you, you work for a company that serv- services and, and uh, uh, European imports. Yes. And for the longest time, European imports, that was their thing. Anti-cup holder. You used to have to buy a Mercedes. Mercedes, in particular, you used to have to buy. It was the jinkiest thing. You would have to buy this <laughs> fold-out cup holder that had an adhesive back do you remember these yes and you step and you stuck it to the side of the door panel so every time you got out you kicked it with your knee and broke it off of there pretty much i bought one for i had a bmw 5 series i think it was a uh oh one model and the cup holder that i bought was an aftermarket cup holder for 85 dollars and it hung off the side where the passenger's leg is so your passenger's (laughs) leg leaned against it and it had that cheesy adhesive and if somebody got in too fast, it would hit the bottom of it and spill it directly into where the, like the gear shift is, and and gum all of that up. I think the Germans, well, they want you to be, um, they wanted you to be um, immersed Engaged in the in driving ju- experience. <laughs> no, we we will not handle the drinking. No, the drinking. <laughs> you put that in your piss picnic basket in the back. Well, what, what they say? They said uh, that maybe. Um, they got it confused. It wasn't Hitler didn't hate the Jews. Uh. He just hated juice. Ah. See? Lost the translation. Go. Sure. <laughs> well, um, let's get right into it. We're talking about that um, yacht. Mm-hmm. We have a list of the most expensive yachts. We do, right here in our little hands. Well, you do the first, uh, say, five to seven. I'll do the last few. Okay. Are we, uh, you want to count 
down? Is that what you want to do? You I want don't to start know. Which, which direction does this go? I think. Oh, we got seven, six, five, four. Yep, there we go. Let's start out with number seven. Okay. Uh, I Before I even truly, because I, I have to admit, I haven't even really looked at the list. Me, me neither. Okay. Yeah. Without even looking, I am going to say that most of these are owned by Middle Easterns. Most of these are Saudi well, or that, United Emirates. That, that's it. That's in there. But but this came from CelebrityNetWorth.com, so there's going to be some. It's going to be a mixture. Yeah. Okay. okay. It's not going to just be Ali Saleb Akagya. <laughs> Who has like a mall for a house. Mm-hmm. His garage is big as the Galleria. I would like to hear this, if you don't mind. Um, the ranking of the boat. I need to know how long that son of a bitch is. What it's worth, and then I need uh, two or three amenities, if you don't I, mind. I can do that. I can do okay. that. All right. So okay, let, cool. let's start out with number seven, and I'll do the same in kind, if you don't. Oh, fantastic. Okay. Um, uh, number seven. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, this yacht has quite a story attached to it. It was originally commissioned by the Prince of Brunei. Could I have <laughs> guessed this any better? Could I? Is it an old boat? Uh, ninety-six. Nineteen ninety-six. Yeah, then. and okay. um. Oh, it's been owned by only, yeah, yeah, Sheikh Mohammed bin Rashid Al Maktoum, uh, Prime Minister of the United Arab Emirates. You of said it, course, Of course, of um, course. It is a Dubai, it's Dubai owned, 300 million. What? They all have helipads. I mean, th- I think that's just a given that's with That's how you get now, out right? to it. Yeah, you're not going to take some dinghy out there and get your teeth thrashed in. <laughs> I'll, I'd swim. I would just swim out to my yacht. Just <laughs> <laughs> um, helipad, swimming pool, spa. It's been called a floating city because it contains nearly anything a person could need or want. Well, naturally. Oh, I'm, How long is that? I'm rolling my eyes so hard they're going to get stuck I, I in the can, back of I my skull. I can hear it. <laughs> oh, nearly. All right, let's go on to number six. All right. That's actually number six is a good looking boat. It's called The Radiant. It is. It is called the Radiant. It um, three hundred and twenty million. Uh, I think it's a little hot. Maybe a little. Okay, just give me a second. Oh, this is great. Okay, go it, on. It was originally built for a for the late Russian oligarch Bolish Boris Borovsky. <laughs> And is now, of course, in the care of Dula Alpha. I'm telling you, they're all they're all going to be Middle Eastern. Uh, give me two good own. amenities on that. The um, radiant. Let's see. It's got sonic guns designed to burst the eardrums of attackers. Well, you never know. Hey, that's some like a uh, Raytheon defense uh, kind of stuff. You know, it's my house has the same thing in common with this yacht. That's what's funny. Uh, <laughs> and it has water cannons that can sink a boat from a hundred yards away. That's cool. That's sort of a like akin to uh, shooting a rubber bag at some at somebody or tasing them instead of shooting them in the back like our police do. This is why I shouldn't own this yacht because I would just ride around squirting, literally water canning other <laughs> boats. Okay. Fair okay. All right. Number five is called the Serene. We are going up in value here. Yes. We um I or no think. I don't know how. This, yes, yes, we are going up in value. Okay, go we on. We started off at three hundred million. This one is three three thirty. Of course, Russian. Oh, Russian vodka king, <gasps> Yuri Scheffler. A Jewish Russian vodka king. That's an oxymoron. Oh my lord! It has. Are you, 
indoor and outdoor pools. That, outdoor that would be nice. Rule. In fact, a, a tub, a hot tub, obviously, and then a pool. You and know, part of it covered so that you get some shade. You're surrounded by water. You do realize, <laughs> like water, well, water everywhere, and not a drop to drink. That's different. <laughs> that's different. It'll it, that stuff's good for your skin for a little bit, but that's it. This one was designed in Italy. I bet it's got nice wood. Up oh there. yeah, uh, and I bet you there might even be some marble on this thing, like over the top, <sighs> ionic order. Okay. Every time I see, that I think a, gold curtain rods that a Russian has owned one of these boats. I just picture Russian prostitutes being abused, like somewhere. I do there's, too. There's Maybe a Russian some filming crying. going on. <laughs> yeah, sure, right. Number four. Okay, go on. It's all. Is, am I right? It's called A. Like literally, the it, letter A. That's, that's the letter A. The is letter? the name of the boat. Three hundred. Yeah, a bit a little more inventive than that. Don't you, think? <laughs> you know, I would call mine the Z. If I was competing, <laughs> the Omega, the <laughs> Alpha, um, Russian, but God, a lot of Russian, yeah, Russian billionaire. Right. It's energy, it's oil money over there, right? It has to be. This was designed by Philip Stark, and who is that? Philip Stark. He's a um, he is a famous engineer and architect. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So he, this this is sort of a tasteful boat. And by the way, I'm looking at it right now. And if you if you've seen like cruise ships, if you took a cruise ship and short it. Shaved off some of it and it, shrunk it a little bit. Yeah, yeah, and shrunk it down. It's sort of that. It's actually a good-looking boat. Yeah, it really does. Yeah. These others are sort of just obnoxious. Just white. Yeah. This one actually has really sleek colors. It's very. Oh, you may remember it from a scene in the Justin Timberlake Mia Kunis movie Friends with Benefits. Ooh, uh, smells like the seventies in here. Look at that. Look at that. My boy JT was on this boat. Yeah, now it's good. <laughs> All right. Um. I'll do number three. I'll let you do the last two. How's that? Uh, number three is called a Topaz, and it is a very odd-looking boat. Uh, it looks like a stealth boat. Uh, yeah. In fact, have you? do you remember the movie? Um, I'm sure listeners will remember, too. Uh, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Yes. How weirdly shaped that uh, submarine was. Mm-hmm. This boat looks like that. For stealth. For stealth. Just for stealth, of course. Um, it was built by Lursen Yachts, which in Germany. Well, we'll get to that. I will. Yeah, I, I've got a sidetrack about German yachts, by the way. Um, Mansur bin Zayed Al Nahayan, the deputy prime minister of the United Arab Emirates. He was deputized. I'm telling you. Deputized. I'm telling you. He can arrest you. He can arrest you. He can go across state lines and arrest you. <laughs> um, wait, that's. It cost five hundred and twenty-seven million to build. Five hundred and twenty-seven million dollars mm-hmm. for that boat. Helipad, fitness center, movie theater, and jacuzzi. I can tell you what's not getting used. The fitness, fitness center. center. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's not getting used. Uh, <laughs> what else you got? Um, all right, number two. It is called the Azam. Six hundred million dollars hot shit really Fuck me of course owned by sheikh khalifa bin zaid al <laughs> same guy i called this by the way i would like to say you, you that did. i called this i called this yeah for right. the so the listener knows for the record there was no prep for you no none you were handed just the material it, it is said to have 50 private staterooms oh god now you're talking about i don't have that i'm i i don't have you know what? These are f- 
These 50 rooms are used by friends you have paid to be your friends at this point. Yeah. That's 50. You wouldn't even high five. How would you fill 50 rooms? I I barely fill four rooms in my house. It would have to be only special occasions. I mean, like, all right. They do a big thing. Here's the wedding of my daughter. Yes. To these camels. Well, how do you fit the 40 cows on there as the dowry? I don't. That's it's messy. They will be set out to pasture. So racist. On a barge. All right. Number one is you. Hit it. Uh, I don't have number one. Oh, you don't? I believe you I believe you do. I have uh, seven on down, and I think you'll kind of like these because they're a little, <laughs> relative-wise, a little more tame than... Are they? Yeah. Because this one is nuts. Okay. It's called the Eclipse. I'm going to go... I'm going to tell you some of the amenities, and then you try to guess the price. I, I, I'm going to guess. Can I guess right now? Okay, go for it. I'm going to guess that it's more than that one they're saying they're going to build right now. You're absolutely correct. But that's where we get into that deal where some of these numbers are just... Arbitrary. Okay. At that point, it's arbitrary. Uh-huh. It really, truly is. It's called the Eclipse. It's, As if uh, to eclipse all other all yachts. All other. And it's a funky looking fucker also. Okay. Um. Oh, it has a mini submarine. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is uh, the James is Bond it, of yachts. It is. It, this it is. I'm, I'm telling you, this is for the evil. This is for the evil genius. This is for Spectre. Do you have to leave it like an umbilical to the ship to get in the. Or can you just take be. a jaunt out in your fucking sub? I'm willing to bet you can take a jaunt. I bet you can. There's no tether, probably, which is even scarier. <laughs> <laughs> um, belong to a Russian billionaire. God. God freaking what Russians. What's going on? Um, it can detect cameras, has anti-paparazzi laser shield <laughs> that scans and blocks nearby prying cameras. What? I'm going to let you know this right it now. It has an EMP that uh, renders all flash cameras useless. If I owned a, and I'm going to say it, $1 billion <gasps> yacht. What? Yes. I want so many people taking pictures of me. I'm hiring people. Yeah, to, I'm hiring you, paparazzi. Why would you do anything yeah. other than that? I'm hiring them. To come take pictures of me diving into cash like Scrooge McDuck. Um, what kind of swimwear would you go with um, if you were doing that? Would you go European? Would you? Well, go if I was a Russian billionaire, absolutely. I'm going speedo. Fuck I'm going man. speedo. Just hairy, just hairy, and speedo everywhere. Um, if I can continue, but we're gonna go the other way, okay? Okay. Um, number eight is called the Al Said. <laughs> Almighty. <laughs> She's a 509-foot yacht uh, with an aluminum superstructure named after Sultan Qaboos bin Said Al Said of Oman. <laughs> it's an 08 model. 70 guest crew of 154. Number nine boat is called the Polaris. That sounds Greek to me. I bet you it's Polaris. David Geffen owns this one. Oh, This of is course. why I knew you'd like this part. Um, he, this is his second boat, by the way. Uh, David Geffen owns this one. It was originally built for a Saudi businessman. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Russian oligarch Roman Abramovich bought this and then sold it to him when they divorced. She got the yacht, sold it to Geffen for three hundred million. Good, good for her. I don't know. Depends on how the divorce went down. <laughs> She's three hundred thirty-seven foot long. Okay, that's actually fairly short, right? In comparison, sure. Yeah, it really is. Okay, moving on. Uh, number 10 is called the Dill Bar. You have four scenes as your backgrounds on yours. <laughs> Mine are all in the middle of the damn water, and you actually look. There's like, it's all yeah. pretty. 
this is a pirate ship trying to take this one over, by the way. <laughs> oh, those uh, Somali pirates. <laughs> the Dilbars, uh, owned by Alisher Usamanov, a Russian businessman. She's an 08 model, 360 feet long, named after his mom. Designed by Tim Haywood. Do you know who Tim Haywood is? I do is? not. Okay. Uh, number 11 is called the Al Merkab. <laughs> She's a 133-foot <laughs> yacht. Still looks humongous. I mean, good God. 133. That's, uh, that's, that's only 100. It looks way bigger it does. than that. I mean, you think. we? I think we've both been on 30-foot boats. That looks... The, it's six times the length of that. That's huge. Uh, designed by Tim Haywood, again. Uh, constructed by Peter Schiflau. Woolfish yard. <laughs> uh, only 10 suites, uh, maximum 24 guests. Now, that'd be my speed right there. I that think you'd get boat, around the that cr- picture looks way bigger than what it's saying in the description. Uh, you're right. This picture reads Lady Mora. Uh-huh. Uh, okay, they fucked it up. Okay. They did. Um, oh, here it is. That's a good-looking boat. This is the Lady Mora. Nasser al-Rashid, a Saudi multi-billionaire, owns this 340-footer. The name of the yacht is applied to the ship in 24-karat gold. Are you kidding me? Not much is known about this yacht, you, except opulence, luxury, comfort, and amenities. And there's possibly rapes. This yacht was used in the Wolf of Wall Street. Oh, is that that one? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, okay, I've where got, he goes uh, and get off my boat. Last one, um, Steven Spielberg's boat called the Seven Seas. She's two hundred and eighty-two feet long. Uh, Dutch shipyard. Oh, um, constructed to his specs and tastes. Has an infinity pool with a so bad. So in other words, constructed with very a fifteen-foot glass surface that can be used as a movie screen. Okay, uh, fully equipped gym, Duh. helipad, private deck. 12 guests, crew of 26. Okay, 200 mil for that bad boy. Oh, my God. Wow. Okay, so uh, we have both been around the luxury car market. Okay? Yeah. We both have. And I think we've we've both been around vehicles. I would. I, I think we both have, have been around vehicles that are in the $100,000 range. Certainly. Okay. Yeah. And I, th- I would like to think possibly that we both go, why? Why? And that's what I think about that. For instance, my dad had a 32-foot Chris Craft. And that's what we used to, ch- he used to charter boats out of Freeport. He used to charter out of Freeport. Okay, okay. And do Marlin All fishing. Right. That's enough. That's enough. That's more than enough. It really is. It has a bed. It has a sink. It has a shower. It it did just fine. I feel like um, when you get to that level, you, you you don't even get to enjoy some of the things that you buy because you spend so excuse me <laughs> so much time uh, sort of making the money to maintain. You're it. working constantly. Well, I don't know. We I are talking about Saudi princes, and we are talking all about they people. They do spring break all the time. For yeah, them. it where you don't really work. The money just comes to you. You know, off the backs of the people. <laughs> yes, I, I know this is a little off branch, but um, have you heard the big thing about um, the building of the World Cup stadiums in Qatar? Um, here's what I heard today. Backs this of the people. Guy, um, this guy, what's his name? Um, 
He just got reelected president of FIFA. Okay, <laughs> that's a whole deal um, right now. What's his name? Um, said, just imagine Roger Goodell, the the commissioner for the NFL. Football, yeah. But a, a real live, like that plus an asshole, <laughs> like a physical butthole. He, he, you mean Bernie? Everybody, Eccle, do you mean Bernie Ecclestone? Well, he's the same way. Yeah. Oh, anyway, yeah. this guy from FIFA. I, I guess it's just corruption, top to bottom. They take money for. To put it in Qatar, he goes, dude. Why would you else would you put it in Qatar? It's 124 fucking degrees there, um, unless you took some money to get it over there. Well, Brazil's going through all that right now because those stadiums that they built aren't being used for anything. It's, it, it's not unlike the Olympics when they say we'll I, yeah. award you this. You build it. I'm willing to bet the IOC is going to be next. I think the IOC is going to be is going to be rated next. But they raided FIFA and they reelected the same, same guy. Yeah. Yeah. It's like mudslide. I mean, if I'm an impoverished comp- uh, country and they say, we're going to bring this event to your country, I-, I would be happy that it's coming. I'm mm-hmm. already impoverished. This uh, is true. It's, it's not like I'm getting taxed anymore. Mm-hmm. It's like a starry man being thrown a saltine. Uh, <laughs> it, 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 okay. Here's the deal. The, there are so many when companies, when things like FIFA mm-hmm, come yeah. to your nation, there are so many restrictions. For instance, such as, um, I know. Well, like you I'm can't. trying to remember because I, I I heard about a lot of it on um, that. Uh, HBO show this week with uh, yeah. with that British John, cat. what's his name? Whatever his name is, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's John what Oliver, I was quoting too, Oliver. yeah, right. Um, and he uh, talked about a lot of the different things, the things that your nation normally does. So, for instance, um, since Brazil is a very Catholic, um, yeah. very Catholic uh, country, there are certain times in which alcohol is not allowed. Okay. Well, because FIFA comes there. Yeah. Those laws that have been in function for a hundred years. What, they throw them out? They have to. Or they just say, we're not coming during that time. No, in order for FIFA to come, they have to throw them out. They have to. (laughs) Which I have no problem with, obviously. Who who does? But that's funny. We still laugh at The one thing that they pride themselves on, like, at the the fucking core of our existence, (laughs) we are Catholic, okay? (laughs) Except when... $180 $180 billion, so FIFA we've, money's on the line. Well, we've seen. We've seen, like like the IOC, when they come to your nation. Oh, oh, oh Winter Olympics, Bosnia. Bosnia, uh, uh, Saragovina. Sochi. That was dumb, too. Sochi. The second they leave, all that revenue leaves. All those stadiums go empty. They don't get used ever again. And a lot of times... Athens it, is a, a very good example, too. That stuff just sits there and sort of deteriorates. It, 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 it requires a lot mm-hmm. of maintenance. It's like a a gigantic, shitty RV. It, it just... Yeah. If you don't... Yeah, that's a very good metaphor, by the way. Thanks. Yeah, good job. <laughs> it's... Um, it, when you have that much money, what the fuck? You know, what, what do you... I I can't even fathom it because I'd probably be dead. Yeah. It would just be cocaine hookers. Yeah. I would I would go nuts. I would go I would go crazy. I would. I, if if I'm I become a country, like uh, what's his name? What's that? Uh, old, you have to pay. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Who's that old millionaire that went nuts? Um, 
uh, Howard Howard Hughes. Howard Hughes. Yeah. You'd that, end up like that. That's how I'd end up. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. I really would. Hey, we're at the half hour mark. Well? Do you want to take a uh, take a break, come uh, back, uh, do some stats, and then we've got... I don't want to tease it. Don't. don't. Tease it. No teasing. No teasing. Yeah, let's uh, do some stats and we'll uh, move hold on. on. I that. want to bump out, though. I, I, I'll put some new music in here for you. Uh, a couple of them... Wait. Don't look at it. Don't look at it. <laughs> don't even look at it. It's hard. It's hard. I know it. Well, I tried to get some money in the middle here, but we don't, I can't find it. So oh, anyway, uh, do you remember a band called Iconopop that did that? I back my car into a bridge. I yes. fucking, I don't care. Yes. Well, anyway, did you they, find that the other day? They have some new stuff. This is their new album called, this is called Emergency. Let's jump out with this. Come awesome. back and, uh, okay, see you in a minute. All right. David Hasselhoff's uh, song. Wait, wait, hold on. This is the theme music to uh, Kong Fury. Is it really? It certainly is. Have you seen this video? Oh, yeah, because I forgot he's involved in it, isn't he? Yeah, in this video, it has everything that is over the top that you can (laughs) absolutely imagine. I mean, it's, uh, you see, on your number one, and I'm number two. Okay. No, you're number two. I'm number two. (laughs) In this video, he drives a Mustang, flies it. Into something, and then some guys kick it over, and yeah, Chinese the Chinese throwing skateboarders. stars. Yeah, so you have seen it. I've I've seen just I I, I want to say it's only thirty minutes or so. It's a really the video. Yeah, it's just a I, short thing. You said thirty minutes. I the video I saw was like five minutes long. Well, they, I think you saw the teaser Ba-ba. trailer. Is what you saw? Oh, is that what I saw? Yes. Okay, yes. Because they because just sent it out. to me. Yeah, they just came out with the actual short film. And what what the fuck is it? Is this a joke or is this a movie that they're I they're going to release or what is it? Okay. I don't know the answer to either of those questions, but I hope that the <laughs> don't answer Don't look to us for that kind yeah, of Yeah, I hope the answer is that it becomes a full-length feature film. I want to see an hour and a half of this. Uh, l- Okay, my yeah, go ahead. L- loose knowledge of the plot is this, is that it is, um, it's set in an apocalyptic future. I love dystopia. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> it's very Escape from New Yorkish. It go really on. Is. It okay. really is. It really is. 
Um, and so it is a cop, a dinosaur riding cop. Yes, there are cops who ride dinosaurs who is fighting. All hell must have just broken loose. <laughs> well, hell yeah. You saw the guy kick flip a car with a skateboard. Like, <gasps> that's right. Yep, that's he, he rides the skateboard just underneath the door sill, right? Pops it up. And then the car goes flipping just side by side. Hot over. damn. I love it. I love it. So it is um, a futuristic cop who is trying to take down a mob boss who is the reincarnation of Adolf Hitler. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh I cannot believe I'm saying this out loud. And David Hasselhoff does the soundtrack. And I yeah, believe here he is. All left-handed keyboard, uh, no bass player. There is a German teenager who is loving the soundtrack right now. <laughs> well, you've seen... Did he write this? I don't think so. Uh, I th- we'll have to get back yeah. to the people on yeah, this. Yeah, well, we'll do a little more of SD, Well, it's it's up front and center on iTunes. See it. I mean, there... Uh, see it. Uh, I'm, I'm influencing everybody to go see this and make it a big thing. It's... It's called Kung Fury. Come on now. That when I was fourteen, I would have literally jumped over pylons to see a movie called Kung Fury. Sure. Do you? There was a movie with Elder Bars doing the soundtrack that we went and saw. He's got the glow. That's right. He's got the glow. Yeah. Bruce Leroy. Uh, that's a. Th- this is not unlike that. It's very similar, and and I. Th- and it's been long it's enough. It's very throwback. Yeah, Fuck. it's it's very, well. You we both know that whole '80s thing is a big thing right now. That whole throwback. Well, if if I may sidebar for a second. Okay. Um, I was watching the iHeartRadio Country Music Festival. One of the guys, uh, of course, a lot of them look the same. They're they're pretty much a MMA. Uh, cowboy hats are gone. Um, it's ball caps, lots of tats, um, a lot of jewelry, uh, t-shirts, and one guy had, it, he's vanilla ice, sides were shaved, a mohawk, a real tall flat brimmed hat, and his pants, not skinny jeans, he took the ends and folded them and rolled them up. Are I you, mean, it is absolutely are completely Are you talking about like the bad. heavy metal roll? Are you like the, uh, yeah. Like the taper roll? Yes, sir. <laughs> I mean, just I blame I blame Darius Rucker. I blame Darius. No, you Rucker you cannot for all that. blame him for oh, that. Absolutely, you can. Absolutely. He has nothing to do with that. He's he. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. He was Hootie and the Blowfish, and they decided to do country, and that you know why it caused pop country. Well, stop it. Okay, stop it. He, you're talking about two different things here. He he was invited into country because he's talented. And because they were without a Ray Price. Okay? (laughs) They're without a black uh, icon in country music. And he gladly took that. And and I would too. Charlie Pride. I'm sorry, Charlie Charlie Pride, Pride, yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, Ray Parker Jr. No. um, (laughs) So he gladly took that. And I think he's talented as heck to do it, right? But you're talking about a different thing. These younger guys that do like a rap kind of, they're basically Def Leppard. Okay. Okay. So just don't pin that on him. <laughs> but, but go on. So okay. You. Where did they get that look? I don't know. Well, they. Okay. I think we talked about this before. Um, Fine. We'll do it again. What is the in New York City? What is the largest selling genre of music? It, it's not country. Don't tell me it it's is fucking country. country. It is country. New York City in New York City proper. The largest genre I, I, is okay. country music. 
it is because it's become pop. Think about it, Taylor it's Swift. It's pop. It is Taylor Def Leppard. Prime yeah. example. Shania Twain. She's back on tour again, by the way, yep, too. Yep. Gag. I know you would fuck her. By the way, my I'd friend John Folk, if I may, he um, he worked for Buddy Lee Attractions, which was a William Morris competitor. Okay. Um, they're they're a little smaller house now, but anyway, he so well, okay. He, he for knew people, all these for old people who don't know, William Morris is, is a gigantic talent agency. Yeah, like Huge. like CAA, California Artists right. Association. They do everything from actors to artists mm-hmm. to advertising pro- to promotions they're yeah, like c3 PR. productions like that puts on acl and so on and right. so forth. william morris is another mm-hmm. buddy lee attractions was one that was actually started by a guy in nashville who originally got famous by doing wrestling he did regional wrestling and then eventually started taking on country acts is it even weirder i see the similarity <laughs> well, anyway, he he said that uh, Shania Twain would. She used to be kind of a whore, like suck dudes' cocks on the buses and stuff like that. She was she was the new Tanya Tugger. Mm-hmm. <sighs> mm-hmm. I actually met. So back to it. Sorry. I didn't yeah, I met a guy a long time ago who um, used to have a crash pad in Nashville, and this was a butt hut. The, yes, you call it a crash pad. I called it a butt, butt hut. hut. Okay, fine. This was uh, this was in the late '60s, early '70s, up oh, to the '80s. Love it. He said Tanya Tucker stayed with him for about five months, and when she moved out, she left her bed. He burned it <laughs> because it was so filthy. Yes, oh, he said she the was DNA. dirty, dirty, dirty. Those country girls are dirty well, like that. Yeah, they are. It's true. It is true. I, I have to say that in the eighties, I had a huge crush on Tanya Tucker. I really did. Hey, if it didn't start with Barbara and Inver sisters, <laughs> I, I'm not listening to it. No, but where were we before uh, iHeartRadio? We were talking. Oh, about we were. Uh, yeah, Kung Fury, Kung Fury. So yeah. this throwback. This right. I think that it is. I think that this film is very well done for what it is, and this is where we get to segue. Yeah, you. There's another movie that's a lot like it. Yes. And, and uh, the, the similarity that you drew already to direct, not a dotted line, a direct line. Direct line. David Lopan is the same as, well, well, just just get your crap together here. Let me pull this up here. What movie are we going to talk about here? We're going to talk about Big Trouble in Little China. I asked you earlier what, I, this I, week, what, what's a good topic? You And one of your topics you sent me a picture of was... Is I think that I can make a very good argument that Big Trouble in Little China is the best movie ever made. Amazing. <laughs> this is the theme music. The David Lopan, who's so he's elusive. Reclusive. Nobody's even seen Nobody's him in seen years. Him. Nobody's seen him in years. It's a good beat, dude. Let's put some bass in. It. That's a real life bass guitar there. Pork Chop Express. Love it. Well, love it. Uh, I if love I may, if, I'd like to lead with this because I mm-hmm. think the music, since we led with that, um, John Carpenter did this music. You know, it's funny. I knew that, and then when I, I had totally I never that knew had that. left my mind until I sat down and started reading the trivia. I had totally forgotten that he had done this movie. Well, but then when you watch it, you see a lot. You think. There's a lot of John Carpenter in that movie. It's nuts. Yeah, this this sounds like Stephen King movies yeah. and, and yep. them and it and mm-hmm. uh, and uh, 
uh, something next door and all that. Well, listen to this, if you will. Uh, sorry to interrupt you. No, go ahead. No, no, you're good. This was a three-piece band that uh, John Carpenter put together. Um, Tommy Lee Wallace and the other guy, I can't remember his name, but the other guy was a producer and screenwriter. He also played Michael Myers in Halloween. His name is Nick Castle. John Carpenter film. Uh-huh. And then Tommy Lee Wallace it was the director of It and Halloween 3. And so the three guys that are doing this music here are all associated with that. Isn't that funny? <sighs> Love it. It's funny because this just sparked something. Yeah, go John ahead. Carpenter also did They Live. Which has a lot of... There are tons of similarities between... They live and Big Trouble in Little China. Really? Think about the like music. Like what? Even think about the music. Well, I believe the music part. Yeah, that, just that's easy. Think about, think about the soundtracks. Um, the the um, hidden world behind the world. Ah, yes. Yeah, the world you don't see that you're not privy mm-hmm. to. Until it's not this beautiful Chinatown you see outside your windows. <laughs> in, the, in that bus. The bus where he's given the Egg tours. Chen, yeah. Um, it, you know... Th- that's what I always liked also about John Carpenter films. John Carpenter films deal a lot with the the what's behind the scenes. Yeah, did he do Cujo? Oh, did I he do American Werewolf say in London? Yes. No. Did he do? Um, well, there's just a bunch of films from that era, like '80s. That a lot of similarities. Lot of similarities. Okay, let's get let's get back to Big Trouble. Okay. okay. Now l- let's I'll think sh- about shut the fuck up. Let's think about film just in general. Let's just just broad stroke it. Okay. okay. You have you have action. Yes. You have in this movie. You have romance. Have to. Uh, you, you have a reluctant hero. Absolutely. You um you have um dealing with loss. You have dealing with being an outsider. Think about he was the only white guy. That's right. Only white guy That's right. delved into this entire situation, of which the literally the only thing he ended up, if you think about it, he had no chips in the game until the girl. You have class warfare. Um, yes. uh, you have human trafficking. Mm-hmm. It's, I'm telling you. You have Chevrolet. In, in fact, you have Pontiac Firebird when they stole, stole Mao Yen from the airport. <laughs> they put her in the back. Hatchback of a Firebird. Firebird, yep. It's it. This movie works on so many, and it, you know, every it? once in a while did, you did see. Did write it too? I think so. Yeah, I think so. He he. It's crazy to me. The the dude he worked on so many levels. Think about it. it. Soundtracks. He built soundtracks to his own freaking movies. It's nuts. That's creative, Kurt Russell. I want to be Jack. He Russellified that movie. Oh yeah. Uh, Well, one of the the uh, uh, trivia things I read was he wanted either Eastwood or Jack Nicholson for that part. Of course, it would have worked, but it would have the movie wouldn't be campy. No, it it needed that. No, it would have been way too serious. Well, the one that I read that I really liked, which was um, they originally thought about it was going to be a western. The story was what? Ori- yeah was originally written as a western, but Carpenter decided to set it during modern times. I can kind of see that because if you remember in Young Guns too, there was like a uh, uh, what's his name stole a, a Chinese woman. Oh, right! I totally forgot about that. Yeah, 
it, here's the deal. It's funny. Uh, because Jack Palance. Uh, they even uh, mentioned yeah. that instead of Jack Burton's truck being stolen, it was originally his horse. It would have been a Palomino, I guarantee. Oh, it. yeah, it would have been. <laughs> the The movie works on. Every once in a while, you hear these lists. You see these lists on like VH1 yeah, or sure. or a, a, a Turner Classic Movies where they have. Um, well, this always rates very high on man films. On yeah, uh, Memorial Day weekend, we're gonna do guy, yeah, explosions, fist fights, you know. And this always rates in the top ten, if not the top five, of men films. I love to make the argument that it's not just that; it's not just a guy film. It it deals with um, it deals with so many different levels of not only the not only the human heart but the idea that we as men decide to fight for causes that may not necessarily be ours may not necessarily be ours and i think for women it works and i hate to sound a little misogynistic here but um that a man is willing to fight for them truly truly fight for them you know yeah and um, also the whole idea of having. I mean, like a Gracie Law never blew him, but he was fighting for her the entire Gosh, night's time. Yeah. God, so hot! Yeah. Oh my God, that dress she was wearing in that. Mm, my Lord, green eyes. Uh, did you know, uh, as part of the trivia, they both had green eyes in the movie, but they both wore contacts. I could see that. Uh, I, see, I didn't fine. know they, that, but I could totally see that. Well, what it read was that in the high def version of it now you can tell Uh, i never noticed one of my arguments against high def tv Uh, porn in high def oh gross sort of works but gross i don't need to see all that um if i may okay uh both john carpenter and russell explained in their commentary that uh they 20th century fox put little into promoting the movie and it ended up being a box office bomb although cult (laughs) film in the long run Ask them why. They said, oh, they didn't know how to do it. What the fuck what? does that mean? That means they didn't believe it. They knew how to do it. Christmas story. Was that not promoted? Total bomb. In fact, what? it was such a bomb that even though it was running during the holidays, a week before Christmas even happened, it was already out of theaters. <laughs> yeah. It went straight to DVD before there was Before DVD. there was even DVD. Yeah. Beta. It went to Betamax. Yeah, that wow. you know, it's funny how that happens with certain films, you know. And um, I was when I heard that about Christmas Story, I was I was flabbergasted. I have a question for you, okay. if I may. Uh, Russell said he was reluctant to star in the film because previous to that he'd had six flops. Uh, he made a string of movies that flopped at the box office. When he asked John Carpenter about it, he told Kurt, "Doesn't matter to me." I just want to make the movie with you. God for hell. In fact, uh, so this will kind of tee it up. Um, in the scene where Russell's attempting to infiltrate the brothel and he's all nerdy and shit, <laughs> uh, he's wearing the same outfit that he wore in used cars. Used cars. Okay, so what Which are the other movies underrated. that sucked for him? Because I don't remember other That's movies. an underrated film. Used cars is a very underrated film. It re- it's fucking hilarious. I bet you one of those failed f- films is Escape I need to from know. New York. I, I, I'm willing to bet one of them is Escape uh, it, from New York. It is. Which at the time was probably seen as a flop and now cult. Huge. Huge film. We need four more from you. Okay, let's 
see Kurt Russell around that time. Uh, that one where he's on the boat overboard uh, with um, his wife, uh, Goldie Hawn. Goldie Hawn. Well, was that before or after Captain 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 Jack with Martin Short? I hated that Eesh. movie. All right, we need two more. Um, what's another one? Let's see, Kurt Russell. Ask uh, from New York. It'd, it'd have to be prior to '86. <sighs> God, I don't know if I know that much. Oh, oh, the one he did with Robin Williams where they were football players. That's a, a classic now, but yeah, then, yeah. That probably was probably nothing in the box office. And that was a he great white flick. shoes as a football player, that's right. Um, okay, one more that was before that. Kurt Russell. God, I do not know. I don't either. Yeah, I do not know. But I've always... I have... You know what's funny is I used to get him and Dennis Quaid mixed up all the time. You did? No, all the time. I get Robert Wagner and, um, fuck, I can't think of it. Hold on, I gotta pause the podcast to figure this out. <laughs> I get Sam Neill I could and Robert that. Wagner mixed up all the yeah. time. They, they look the fucking same. I just read a great piece of trivia. All right, let's hear it. Jackie Chan was John Carpenter's first choice to play Wang Chi. Why not, right? English wasn't good enough. At the time. He couldn't say, my man is spirit, go on north and south. Probably at this time, hell no. At this time, I mean, his English still is not very good. Yeah, he was coming off Cannonball Run 2 at that point. Right. And it was bad. It was real bad. That, I had no idea. Um, this is completely not trivially based. Do you or any of our listeners really think that you can somehow slice a wine bottle in half with a, a, chop, a chop knife? You get me drunk enough, I'll fucking try. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I will definitely, well, definitely try. They played Mahjong till f- seven in the morning. Yeah. He hit it and nearly hit Wang in the face. <laughs> so we never know. This is body count was 46. 46 deaths. In that movie? Mm hmm. 46. <laughs> 46. Somebody took the time. Yo, to, oh, yeah. To, to actually count that. the deaths in that movie. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you this. Uh, one yeah. of my favorite scenes in the movie is the uh, the floating eyeball oh yeah the one that rats them out the yeah. floating eyeball that rats them out i don't know why why is that typically john carpenter very it's veiny it's gross looking it's it, it almost kind of stands out as horror like hey to me that's a little bit like that thing that came into princess leia's uh Cell that with had the a needles needle on, on it, it. The interrogator, like that, a floating yeah. head, because it had kind of a. <laughs> That's Do you know? Um, I'm actually working my way through the Star Wars movies right now, because Christmas is the new one coming out. So I have started working my way through. But you've seen them all already. Yeah, you know, it's always good as a refresher. You're starting now. Um, In we, June. This is June 2015. <laughs> That's how nerdy I am. That is how nerdy I am right there. Uh, I can say this, Empire Strikes Back, fuck, I still love that movie. It's great. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. We can't use the word dark, but but it's serious. I think think it's absolutely dark. It's very gothic. Well, Frank Oz, that's when Frank Oz did all all the puppetry for it. That's when he came on and did Yoda. Yeah, yeah. You know, Yoda was originally going to be a frog. He was he was a toad. Well, 
Okay. It's not a far reach, but I mean, it still is kind of interesting, you know? Instead, he has a waffle forehead. And, <laughs> and by the way, I've been How seeing a lot of stickers take, on uh, talk bad people's about cars that say Toyota. And then they have like the Toyota <sighs> insignia with uh, Yoda ears off, this, off to the side. Freaking awesome. I, I love it. <laughs> it's Once you start getting into the new ones, God, they suck so bad. So bad. Yeah. Um, I know Why do you think they... Did, wrote that stuff in there did they think that well we unless we do this the nerds will take it too seriously and rate it against the old stuff or i think or they think that would fly i i think they i think they thought it would, would fly i think they saw for instance jar jar binks which of course everybody hates they saw him as the new c-3po which was the comic relief, uh, and that's yeah, the, what they the thought. the foil, yeah. And also, casting was horrible. That little kid that plays Anakin is horrible. He's he, horrible. He's To me, he's right in line with the little girl that was in Aliens that goes, they're dead, okay? Yeah. I don't have any more thing to say. Can I go now? Yeah, yeah. It's just, it, they, they cast these child actors completely wrong. And then you get Hayden Christensen or whatever, I am sorry. I have no He's acting like a ability. Baby Liam you put me next to Natalie Portman, and I'm going to try to charm the fucking Pants panties off her. Yeah, I'm going to do my best. He just is. He's nothing. He's a nothing actor. He goes. Uh, he says something to her, sort of romantically, when they're in like a f- a field with flowers and all that. He's like, I-, I can't even remember what it was. It sounds so stilted. Like they horrible. they should have said, all right. Uh, let's do this another 40 times until you, it sounds normal. How could you not be attracted to her? How can it's almost like that? It's almost like there wasn't a true attraction there. How could you not? How could you not? Maybe he likes Wendy. They, they could have put her in there and then <laughs> CP. Whatever, man. I don't know. Um, hey, speaking of DJ Yoda, let's let's bump out here. All right. Okay. Um, Good, because I need a refresher. Yeah, um, this is Big Trouble in Little China, but it's DJ Yoda <laughs> and one of your favorites, uh, Action... Action Bronson. Okay. <sighs> Let's do this. Um, when I come back, mm. or when we come back, excuse me, I have something that I, I think nobody should spend money on. <laughs> um, and then we've got some stats, and I think you got a couple more too, right? Yeah, absolutely. All right, kick ass. You're the best. <laughs> it's true.
armor up a strange suit that's for the kumite body in a thigh muscle with a rugule i keep goofing this up i'm gonna get it right now hey man you know what this is we're gonna mm. take it back to 1992 i would How love to know what sparked your brain in order for you to look up the song it's like a safe little kim I have an overwhelming urge to the Cabbage Patch. That tambourine in there. This was uh, during that whole. Um, oh, U N I T Y. Yeah, Missy Elliott, yeah. Uh, um, Queen, Latifah, Queen Latifah, and uh, Little Kim, and also her. Uh, MC Light. It's a fun song. There you we go. What is she? She's in the middle. She's in the middle. Moni Love. She's in the middle. <laughs> did she? She wore a, it. Was like a did conductor a, hat or something? Like a, it's like a Missy Elliott wore a chapeau. Did she wear a snap brim? I think she wore a snap brim. I'm almost positive. Who wore the conductor? That was Missy Elliott. Yeah, she wore a conductor hat. Moni Love wore a... No, that was Queen Latifah. She wore that big, tall hat. All right, we, we've got enough song here. I'm going to look up. We're going to do stats here, okay? Love it. I As love provided it. by Playboy again. And uh, I found an ad for something that's very expensive that... Who the fuck buys this crap is what I want to know. I... I took a peek at it, and you just said very expensive, and now I'm excited. Um, let's do this live. Okay, Google, what <laughs> kind of hat did Moni Love wear? The bucket hat. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Google. As a member of the Native Tongues Posse, lovable British rapper Moni Love made a memorable appearance. Uh, hold on here. Who who else was in the Native Tongues crew? Stand by. <laughs> God Almighty, thank God for Google. Uh, as a member of the Native Tongues Posse, uh, hat-wearing youth in the African cipher directing... Give me just a second. Uh... It's a fire. Oh, here it is. There it's it is. It's a shit box hat. It, it, it looks is. like a... I forgot how cute she was. Hold on. Let me see that. Moni in the middle. Oh, she's adorable. Flowers. Oh. So, describe it. That it's, is straight from the It's sort of soul. like a fishing hat that somebody's, like, uh, craftified from I can Hobby see that. Yeah, they have made it more... Um, Afrocentric, as they would say. Urban. <laughs> da- is that the name of the album, Down to Earth? Down to Earth. Of course it is. Yeah. Uh, is. Arrested Development was part oh, of the native Hold tongues. on. Uh, she made a memorable appearance on the Jungle Brothers doing her own thing <laughs> and De La Soul. So she yeah. was friends with all of them before releasing her. Oh, releasing that her, is. That's her, native tongue. Mm-hmm. Yes. Her yes. down-to-earth album cover displayed trailblazing taste in fruity-colored bucket hats a good 20 years before streetwear shops knew what it was. 
Gotta love a girl who knows how to wear a bucket hat. All right, thank you, um, Complex.com. That's, That's uh, wow. back back when I had cornrows. I used to shop at um, Urban Streetwear Shops. Did, did you just get back from a Caribbean trip? <laughs> Is that why you had uh, How long does your hair have to be to do a cornrow? I, I, it's got to be at least six inches long. My, um, mine was shoulder length. It was shoulder length. And... Uh, it was. I remember it was this. Uh, this. Oh, she was gorgeous. Her name was Maudie. For the listener now, Bob's succumbing <laughs> to uh, and me too. Uh, male pattern baldness. Oh, it's bad. And you smartly have just 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 take it off. Make it look good. It's yep, sleek. It's good. You've got it, plenty of facial hair to offset it. So yeah. Um, I call it the Rick Ross. I call it the Rick Ross. All Rick I Ross talks it. about is watches and gold <laughs> and fruit. Uh, fruit. Oh, uh, pears. Pears, right? He loves the pears. <laughs> um, it was shoulder length. I remember that it was shoulder length. And there was this cute girl. She was part. Uh, she was Puerto Rican, Jamaican. Her name was Maddie. She was six foot one. My God! Oh, she was. What are you gorgeous. doing sitting here with me right now? Gorgeous. Oh, oh nostalgia. Mm. Okay, uh, stats. All right. Do I get to guess? Is this uh, what right. I guess? Yeah, I, yes. I, I'm going to do a little, if you don't mind, um, I'm going to help you a little bit more with a range, okay? okay. Instead of just, mm-hmm. you know. Just blindly putting me out there. Yeah. Yes, okay. Uh, all right, uh, just a kiss. Uh, a timeout survey of 11,000 people revealed the percentage of dates that end with. Hold on. A kiss, <laughs> plans for a second date, disappointment, an awkward goodbye, or nudity. I'm not going to give you, uh, among those five, you're going to have to end up with 100%. So, uh, 11,000 people reveal the percentage of dates that end with a kiss. I'm going to go with uh, 20, oh. It's going to be real high on this one. Is it? 80%? Yeah, 53%. Oh. Uh, uh, dates that end with plans for a second date right. what so, percentage so this is all this is all going to 100 percent yeah um with plans for a second date so if 53 percent oh hold on yeah you're left with wow not much um no this is not no okay okay um plans for a second it's just date. a number yeah now see i want to i want to quantify this whether it is truly they're going to go on the second date or just plans. so i'd imagine plans. just plans uh, pretty high. I'm, I'm gonna say it's pretty. High. I'm gonna say it's in the sixty percent range. Forty. Yeah, you're right. Uh, disappointment. Uh, <laughs> dates that end in disappointment. Oh God, I dated. Out of eleven thousand uh, people, seventy seventy percent. Wow, that's funny. Twenty eight percent. An awkward goodbye. Wow. Oh, oh, an awkward goodbye. Oh, that's that's yeah. probably low. It's because uh, uh, generally an exit is fairly graceful. Nah, you're right. Uh, 14, 13%. 21%. Yeah. Uh, the percentage of dates from 11,000 people surveyed that end in nudity. <laughs> I can't base it on my own dating, so I'm going to go Survey with... Survey that number would be <laughs> very skewed. Stupid high. Uh, I'll go with uh, 30%. Uh, it's 20. No. Oh, that sounds about right. Yeah, it really does. No. All right, a, quarter, uh, a quarter, that'd be somewhere right around a fifth of the dates. So yeah, I think it's fair to yeah, say. one in five. One in five, yeah. All right, uh, cruel and unusual. The first treadmill invented in 1818 was designed to be used in prisons as a correctional tool 
to punish inmates. Uh, that's just a fact. Okay. Um, I bet you it was designed by Kellogg. Why? He was really big into fitness. Uh, and and yeah, and using fitness as a rehab. Not too bad an idea, but by the way, George Bush, uh, forty three, was kind of kooky like that too. All right, laugh it up. Uh, percentage of women who feel a good sense of humor is just as impressive oh, in a mate as a physical attractiveness. This is a easy percentage. Fucking eighty percent or something. Ninety seven. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which is a every, lo- it's every profile I've ever read. I love to laugh. In fact, on my profile, I, at my last statement is, I bet you love to laugh, don't you? Laugh and travel. Laugh and, and you know. You, uh, you, you want a partner in crime? If, it, if truly it was 97%, I would have had even more sex than I, you, I had dating. If yeah, you want a partner in crime, we would have already met. <laughs> Shit would have been felonious. If I ever saw a dating profile where they said a partner in crime, I would just show up at their house with an AK-47 and be like, we're robbing a bank, right? You said you want a partner in crime. like (laughs) (laughs) Show with like a body tied up in the trunk, like some random A black satin jacket with a starter pistol. All right, this is just a a blanket number here, Bob. All right? Uh, You know how South Korea is so goddamn backwards (laughs) Mm -hmm. and weird, okay? Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm going to need a number from you. Uh, the approximate number of people South Korea has jailed since 85 for cheating on their spouses. The 62-year-old Yawa uh, law, excuse me, criminalizing adultery was repealed this year, by the way. Oh. Just this year in 2015. Good. Good. Um, How many people were jailed since 85 for cheating on their spouses? Oh, since 1985? Uh-huh. Oh, it, I'm willing to bet it's in the hundreds of thousands. Way high. Oh, am I too high? Below 50K. Really? Yes, sir. No, Asians are kind of, they tend to be pretty faithful, I think. Is that, that's racist. Orientals. <laughs> All right, go on. Give me a number. Um, How many people gelled? Uh, Since 85. I mean, it has to be something that sticks, you know, I mean. Let's go with uh, 42,000. 25,000. Um, All right. That's a tough I one. Have so really, I, I feel like I don't believe that number. By the way, no. It, well, I bet the number of people that have been killed for that is probably twenty eight thousand. Yeah, yeah, and and also in the same respect, it's it's how many people have been jailed, not how many people have actually done it. Oh God, yes. It's how many people have been yeah. caught. Yes, sir. Oh, oh but if my ex wife was listening, oh, you know, I would have totally been jailed. Like That's what it be like seven or eight. Times. That's what it be like. Okay, um, we're going to go hoity-toity here. We, we were talking about yachts earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is Wimbledon. Wimbledon. I'm, I'm raising my pinky. Look. Uh, you, careful, mm-hmm. you're going to dr- spill that. All right. Uh, <laughs> Wimbledon, by the numbers. What's the number of tennis balls used during the Wimbledon championships every year? Like the entire tournament? Yes, sir. Uh, let's go with uh, uh, 300. Can I give you a range? Okay, go for it. It's between 20,000 and 80,000. Um, I'll go with a uh, sixty-two, fifty-four thousand. Damn, I was low. This is a, a dumb stat. Uh, what's the number of tennis balls it would take to fill center court with the roof closed? Just fill center court. Yeah, it's in the millions. I'm gonna go with three and a half. Two hundred ninety million. 
No, I'm okay. very bad. Like the jar with the marbles where you have to guess it in order. Yeah. I'm horrible at it. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. horrible at it. Last one. This is this is a weird stat. Um, <clears throat> evidently, they have a uh, a Harris hawk named Rufus that they send out to kind of scare off uh, pigeons and shit. And send messages and, you know. From Mike Tyson to. Dragons. Herns. Yeah. Uh, what is the amount of time that it takes a Harris hawk named Rufus to fly the grounds to deter pigeons uh, on most competition mornings. 30 minutes? 60 minutes. You're very oh. close. Oh. I've always wanted, ever since I saw Royal Tenenbaums, I've wanted to do hawkery. Is that what it's called? Falconry. 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 Hawkery. <laughs> that's that's when you're sending your stuff to the pawn shop, by the way. You, it's called hawkery. A hawkery. hawkery. Yes. <laughs> you know, uh, Auburn University, they have that uh, eagle. And they say, oh, War Eagle, right? Yeah. The guy comes out. It flies around the entire stadium and comes back. To them? What? That's crazy to me. Hey, man, carrier pigeons. Carrier pigeons. Think about that. During World War One, they would take messages. Even before that, they would take messages, and they would actually come back. How do you tell it where to go? I have no idea even where to start on that. I do not know. I can barely even train my dog not to shit in the front room when I'm going to work. <laughs> How do you train a falcon? All right, more, more South Koreans, okay? <laughs> <laughs> You'll like this. Uh, what's the number of copies of the Seth Rogen movie, The Interview, that dropped in North Korea via balloon by South Korean activists? Oh, I want to say it was in the thousands. Certainly. Yeah, 10,000? 10,000. Yeah, I think I read it it. somewhere. Some. I think I read it somewhere. Good for them, by the way. They had balloons? Yeah. Yeah. I I read it. was some. And just dubbed a fucking ass ton? Good. Good. That movie sucked anyways. I know. We we watched. I watched it with my neighbors over here. Uh, Had to to get it through YouTube. And uh, it was like five bucks. Here's the deal. The movie movie didn't suck and the movie wasn't great. It was just a non-issue. It totally. was just a non-issue movie. It was just, to me, it was just a blank thing to look at for a while, you know? Well, somebody's doing that. You heard that deal in Garland, Texas, where they said, we're going to have a cartoon contest where we're all going to draw the Prophet Muhammad. Mm. And it ended it in a mess. It did. Well, now somebody's doing it in Phoenix. And they said, by the way, let's invoke your Second Amendment rights when we show up to this thing. What is the matter with people? Raising that bar. Raising the bar. Um, All right. uh, Moving on. Uh, Cutting it. The average maximum compensation, according to ProPublica, for the loss of limbs, I guess, insurance-wise. Okay. Uh, What would you guess you would get paid for the loss of an ear? I'm going to go with $2,000. Thirty-eight thousand dollars for an ear. Mm-hmm. You're not even losing your hearing. Well, it is. You're the chi- losing the ear. It is the cheapest of all of them. You're you're right. Yeah. It, so let that be your guide. Okay. Um. Uh, the loss of an arm. Oh, that's going to be a lot. That's going to be. Um, it, it's less than a quarter million. I'm going to go with a hundred and twenty-five. One sixty-nine. Okay. Good job, Bob. A testicle. Uh, I would give those for free I'd just fuck it Take them Uh, Pinky finger Oh It's the cheapest 
It's. I would imagine. Uh, let's go with. Uh, okay, thirty thousand. I'm gonna go with ten thousand. Eleven thousand yeah. dollars. Uh, your thumb, though. Oh, that's the big the opposable deal. Thumb, yeah, yeah, the opposable thumb. That's a big deal. I'm. I'm gonna go with somewhere because that's that. I mean, that's literally how you pick up, do any kind of function. I'm gonna go with somewhere in the two hundred fifty thousand uh, dollars. Less than hundred k. Is it? Um, eighty-five. Forty-two. Uh, a foot though would be oh. close to eighty-five at ninety-one thousand dollars seven seventy-nine. This is surprising. All right, so it begs the question. Uh, you're you're in a jam, yep. and somebody says, "Look, uh, I'm gonna pay you. You pick the body part. What do what, what do I let them take? Yeah. So let me ear at 38, arm at 170. Fuck the arm. Hell no. Uh, ball at 28k. Pinky finger at 11k. Uh, thumb at 42 or foot at 91. I'm both both the testicles. Or, just take both the testicles. Fucking A. I have the shaft. I'm cool. Well, then you got to take pills for the rest of your life, though, because you have to take testosterone pills. I already inject myself with testosterone <laughs> anyway. All right. Uh, directly I'm not thigh. doing a thumb. Fuck no. A pinky I'd do for 11K. Yeah. I, 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 I'm in line with you. Do both pinkies, and there's 22 There is. You're done. You're done. They're fucking useless. They're fucking useless. An, an ear, I'm a little too vain. I can't do that. A foot, fuck off. An arm, you're crazy. Well, you know what? I, I I can't even believe I'm about to admit this, but what I've really wanted for a very long time is a facial scar. Uh, through your lip, sort of like a through the eye. Oh, like like a James Bond villain. Just, how about how about just just enough here. that it uh, messes up your eyebrow? Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Because if it goes down into your cheek and then you get a sunburn, it's gonna be pretty painful. Well, you know. I'll, also, I've always wanted to wear an eye patch. Hey, Not th- pirate wise, just kind of evil genius wise. All right, Fair you enough. know. <laughs> uh, did Did I play this song for you by Prince that he just came out with? No. Oh, speaking of Prince, have it, you heard the new D'Angelo? No. Oh, it's so good. And it's gotta, very Prince-like. You got to prep me for this. Yeah, very Prince-like. Well, this song is not very Prince-like. It's in response. Is this the Baltimore song? Oh, you heard it? I have not. I've been trying to actually stay away from it because I don't want to be sad about Prince. I don't want to know, know that he does What's shitty he music. What's doing? Stop it. Are you kidding me? Blah. Hey, go barf. What is this? Hell, bees like that sounds better. Than it's uh, it's called Baltimore, featuring Aaron Allen Kane. What the fuck is this? The production on this sucks. Horrible. This is assaulting my ears. Uh, that your description short. of stuff that you don't like is absolutely. Uh, our listeners' favorite, so we're gonna make it. <laughs> I can see like a teenage girl like skipping down the street to this. Come on, Prince. Why? Do you know why? Because it's a current event, and he threw it. He threw it together too quickly. That is why, because he rushed it. 
he rushed. He couldn't wait till February of next year to do the Super Bowl. I You've had enough? I want to actually shit on the song. <laughs> like I like it, I want to take a shit on the song. All right, let's go local artists uh, that George Strait covered. Uh, I want to talk about one last thing before we get out. All right. Sorry about the twin fiddles. (laughs) Uh, Somebody took the time to make this thing and then took the time to buy a full-page ad in a major magazine. It's The Nightmare Before Christmas Cuckoo Clock. (laughs) By the way, if my brother or sister-in-law are listening, I know y'all are going to buy this. They will buy. It's not sold in stores. They so. have a entire room that is painted Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. They're huge. Well, night- it's a they're style. They're huge Tim Burton fans. Okay. Yeah, which I, I can understand. So they can't do without this clock. <laughs> it lights up. Uh, brilliant LED lights illuminate the tower. Ghosts, pumpkins. It, is the boogeyman it's on it? 21 inches high. Because I like that dude. The big fat dude with the white. He kind of almost looks like a KKK member. I want it. Where's the cost? I gotta know the cost yeah, of you. Uh, Where is it? Where oh, is it? Separated from this. There's the cost. Please tell me it's three easy payments of nine hundred dollars. <laughs> Are you? No fucking way. How much is it? There's no fucking way I'd pay that money for that. There's well, no well, way. I haven't named all the features yet. Uh, <laughs> that, that's that's the game changer. The clock face features replica spiderweb design, off kilter numbers. Jack Skellington, Sally, Lock, Shock, and Barrel, Jack's Tower, and the Town Hall. The Bradford Exchange in Niles, Illinois will gladly ship it to you for the low, low cost of... It's down there. Uh, You know what? I think this is why why Helen Bonham Carter divorced Tim Burton. This clock is the reason why they got divorced. She goes, stop hawking your yeah, crap. Yeah, She was like, what What are you approving? Okay, th- that's it. Uh, I called the lawyer. I'm out. <laughs> I'm, I'm done with this. I'm done with, this. I'm done with starring with fucking Johnny Depp in every goddamn movie. I'm, I'm finished. I'm finished with this shit. Well, four, so, four. Go ahead. So it's four monthly installments of $49.99, which comes to almost $200 fucking dollars. $200 for this, for this cl- a no. 21, 21 inch high for, clock? Basically a um, cartoon cuckoo clock. That's what this is. Unbelievable. This is disgusting. I hate this. Uh, Marilyn Manson had a hand in the design of this. Hey, let's get out of here. Thank you for... Oh, wait. On the hour, Zero merges to the beloved song from Danny Elfman's brilliant score, This is Halloween. Look at this. Look. Look what I'm doing with this. He's making a paper airplane. An origami frog. All right. Love you, buddy. Uh, Thanks for doing it. Episode 40... What? 43, 44, something. It's in there. 43. Yeah, it's in the can. Okay. uh, uh, We're a little early. Do you have anything else? Absolutely. Um, Logan, please stop costing me so much money. Thank you. All right.
Turns around.